Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's 930 in 716. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazurowski. Outside right now, it's not looking all that bad. Clear sky, 62 degrees. We'll get up back into the 80s. Later on today, Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown said to be representing Buffalo at the White House today for the formal signing of that bipartisan gun reform legislation passed by Congress last month. The first meaningful legislation at the federal level in decades uh, to enact some sensible gun reform. It is an important step forward in the fight to protect our communities, not only here in Buffalo, but all across the country uh, from irresponsible um, uh, individuals, uh, from individuals that should not be in possession of guns, from people who uh, use guns for illegal and for dangerous purposes to harm others. It's the mayor speaking over the weekend. He'll be joined by Jerome Bridges, a Tops employee who was working at the supermarket when the attack unfolded. Bridges took quick action, saving the lives of several co-workers by barricading them inside of a break room. We'll be joined live by the mayor coming up in the 8 o'clock hour from Washington, D.C. Uh, lawmakers in Washington expected to take up another gun reform bill this week. It's called the Active Shooter Act and would allow law enforcement to push out Amber Alert-style warnings about active shooter reports. The bipartisan bill comes as Congress members return to Washington from the July 4th recess and in the wake of that deadly Highland Park mass shooting. The legislation is meant to keep the public secure and aware in scenarios where risks remain high or a suspect may still be at large. Justin Finch, ABC News, Washington. And parents and others upset over the police response to the deadly school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. They took to the streets Sunday in a protest march. At the Uvalde protest, relatives of the 21 children and teachers killed. A mom, Kimberly Rubio. When I want, no one can give me. I want my daughter back. If I can't have her, then those who felt her will never know peace. A sister, Nazir Silguero. Remember their faces, each and every one of their names. <laughs> Holding signs with messages like protect and serve failed. Police waiting over an hour to confront the gunman in the elementary school. Chuck Sievertson, ABC News. Gas prices continue to drop in the Buffalo area. The average price today, four seventy-six a gallon. It's down five cents from a week ago. A year ago, we were paying three twelve a gallon. The union fight 
in Starbucks stores across the country moving forward in a different way today. WBEN's Tom Puckett is here with more. Over the last year, Starbucks Workers United say they've been fending off union-busting efforts by Starbucks. Today, the National Labor Relations Board will begin prosecuting the coffee store giant. We've done everything from um, threatening our benefits, saying that if you organize, you could lose the ability to transfer stores, you could lose the ability to pick up shifts, you could lose your health care, your um, college tuition. Um, so it's really just a massive case that um, encapsulates encapsulates uh, over 200 violations of federal labor law. Casey Moore with Starbucks Workers United says it's a miracle partners have been able to unionize. It's absolutely had a, a chilling effect on organizing efforts, but despite that, workers really want to unionize and are and are fighting back. Um, and are doing so successfully. The hearing begins at 1 o'clock this afternoon at the federal courthouse downtown. Attempts to reach Starbucks for comment were not returned. You can hear the full conversation with more online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. All right, Tom, thank you. The Biden administration delivering condolences for the people of Japan following Friday's assassination of their former prime minister, Shinzo Abe. Wrapping up a trip to Asia, Secretary of State Antony Blinken met with Japan's Prime Minister Fumio Kishida to offer his sympathies for the death of Abe. I shared with our Japanese colleagues uh, the sense of loss, the sense of shock that we all feel, the American people feel. Blinken says he was asked by President Biden personally to deliver condolences on behalf of Biden and the American people. Blinken called Japan more than just an ally. We're friends, and when a friend is hurting, other friends show up. Mark Remillard, ABC News. Here in Buffalo, a new look coming for a part of downtown, usually celebrated for its old-time look. WBEN's Brayton Wilson has more. An expansion of the Cobblestone Entertainment District is already in the works as the historic district is set to emerge as a major destination for music, arts, and dining in the city of Buffalo. We're here today because the Cobblestone District is a very important historic district here in the city of Buffalo, and it's important to also a soon-to-be up-and-coming entertainment district here in the city of Buffalo. That's Buffalo Common Council member Mitch Nowakowski as he spoke along South Park Avenue on Friday. A group of stakeholders with the Cobblestone Historic District have developed to advocate for the creation of a local business district which will focus on infrastructure improvements as well as the organization of special events and attracting other locally owned small businesses to enhance the already existing community of merchants. With the help of the stakeholders, Noah Kowski and Erie County Legislator Howard Johnson will be part of the process to help identify funds for streets, sidewalks, lighting, and other streetscape enhancements that will make the Cobblestone District accessible for all Buffalonians. When you look at it from the totality of this entertainment district. There's distilleries, there's breweries. We have a comedy club, we now have a nightclub, and it's adjacent to a casino and to Canal Side. So we understand that as these businesses come in, we also have to work together to improve the surrounding neighborhood when it comes to lighting and sidewalks, crosswalks, and safety. More on the expansion of the Cobblestone District and also the upcoming Cobblestone Live Festival this weekend is available online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Brayton, thank you. A big weekend down there at the Cobblestone District, and should be cool to see what they have in store next. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer's office says he has COVID. As cases are again rising in much of the U.S., a statement from Schumer's representative said the Senate's top Democrat tested positive for COVID and is experiencing mild symptoms. The statement said Schumer is fully vaccinated and double boosted. Schumer will quarantine this week and work remotely as he recovers. That's Mark Remillard. Schumer was in Buffalo on Friday, so 
Watch out. And billionaire Elon Musk says he wants out of an agreement to buy Twitter, but Musk could face a $1 billion penalty for pulling out of the deal. Here's tech journalist Chris Stokel Walker. This is a huge issue for Twitter because they have had their CEO basically dragged through the mud by Elon Musk. You know, Musk has previously said that he's not up to the job. There's also been departures because of this. From what we see from other reporting, there are many people who are within Twitter either who are packing their bags or who are thinking about packing their bags. So this isn't just about the last three months. It's about the next three years. All right. And we'll be watching Wall Street, too, to see what happens with Twitter when it opens this morning. The exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast for the day today calls for an ample amount of sunshine. It'll be breezy and warm. The high temperature, 83 to 87. We'll look for patchy clouds and moonlight for this evening. The evening is dry. It'll still be breezy, warm, but on the muggy side. Look for a few showers and a rumble of thunder overnight. The low temperature, 68 to 71. We'll have two rounds of scattered showers and thundery downpours on Tuesday. In between some partial sunshine, it'll be breezy, muggy, highs in the upper 70s. With your exclusive WBN 7 Weather Forecast, I'm meteorologist Josh Nichols. Joining us on the line, Fred Floss, economics professor at Buffalo State uh, SUNY. And Fred, we're talking about inflation, the picture. Uh, Americans saying inflation, their biggest concern right now. Well then, uh, might we have some good news for them? Uh, You have gas prices kind of leveling off or falling across the country. Walmart and Target saying they have so much stuff, they have to put it all on sale. Commodity prices are falling. Have we reached peak inflation? And if that's too difficult of a question, because I have no idea if it is, what are some of the things we'd be looking at to help determine if we have? Well, um, the real problem with the inflation that we've gotten here is, a lot of unexpected things all happened at once, whether it's the Ukrainian war, whether it was uh, plants uh, that produced uh, poultry and uh, pork having to shut down, whether or not it was the oil uh, plants that were shut down in the southeast because of weather. All of these things happened at once along with COVID. So um, that's what really started to cause the uh, prices to go up and for there to be a lot of demand and not enough supply. Uh, The big question that I have is, are individuals going to start to cut back? Because what's happening is people were frustrated and they want to get out and they want to do things we haven't been able to do in the last three or four years. And to the extent that people are going to get that out of their system, I suspect, uh, in a long-winded answer, that that's going to actually slow inflation down. Fred, you know, we keep hearing about the possibility of a recession. But does it matter if we technically hit, you know, the definition of a recession or not? Right. And the definition from economist standpoint is six months or two quarters of negative GDP growth. And it really doesn't. The problem of inflation isn't inflation itself. It was that it was unexpected. And so people couldn't 
prepare for it. If prices were going up and we were able to have wages go up by the same amount, none of us would be complaining about that. What we're really upset about is that the plans we were making, because we thought gas was going to stay at $1.50 a gallon, um, aren't going to hold. And now we've made our decisions, and they've turned out to be wrong. That's what we're upset about. Um, so whether we go into a recession or not really isn't the question. What we've really got to do is slow down demand, and we've got to um, get rid of a lot of what are called zombie firms. They're firms that started up but really aren't strong enough to survive, and they're all going to start now uh, closing, and that's going to cause people to lose their jobs. It seemed like we had uh, the you know answer to inflation in some ways is just kind of uh, the simple, hey, listen, uh, in 2020, whether it was outbreaks of illness or COVID itself or just concern or whatever, it's really easy to shut things off, to hit the big button and say, all right, so we're going to have to lay off a bunch of people. Uh, we're going to stop production. And it's much harder to ramp back up again. And then all of a sudden, demand surged. I, you know, maybe people were expecting a slow return to normal, but then it just kind of all of a sudden, everyone's like, all right, we're ready to get back to 2019 again. Is, is that the inherent problem that, all right, we stopped everything because we didn't know and uh, demand clicked back on in the snap of a finger, but production for whatever it is can't happen. Yeah, I, a lot of that is exactly the problem, is that it takes a while for you to put people back to work, to have things moved around the country. And so people expect everything now in this Internet age to be able to be at your door the next day. Uh, and that's not going to happen reasonably. So uh, another issue that we have here is the Federal Reserve has been fighting the 2008 uh, recession and financial crisis, and they've had too much money into um, the economy, and now they have to take it out, and it's a lot harder to take it out than it is to put it in. You know, Fred, we're running a web poll on the economy on WBEN.com asking people about their current financial situation. It's either the choices are struggling, stable, or improving. And the majority right now say stable, but not one person has checked improving. Does this surprise you at all? I, it doesn't surprise me because, you know, there are expectations. I guess if we said, are you enjoying your life better because you're now not in COVID, we'd get a lot of people saying that their lives are better now than they were a year and a half ago. Uh, as we come out of this. Um, but I think there's an expectation here that we should be doing better, uh, and uh, and we're not, and and that's what you're seeing. It, that expectation is there. When, are, when is expectation going to meet reality? Um, is this a long-term, you know, slowdown, a long-term inflation malaise, or are, are things going to shift quickly? I mean, as we talked before, I mean, job market doesn't necessarily match up with some of the other numbers we're seeing, and it's it's definitely a strange time. It is. What's happening is we had a number of things happen with COVID. We were going to go into a recession right before COVID hit, if 
if we look at the numbers. And we were finally going to get out of the 2008 financial crisis. We were going to have a recession and start to grow. And we were going to get interest rates back to a reasonable level. So for the last 12 years or 13 years, we've had interest rates at zero, which means you could go and borrow money and not have to pay any interest at all. And that put a lot of different projects out there that probably never should have been done. And now the economy has to clear those out. So I may be one of the few economists that look at this process that we're going through as a good thing, not a bad thing, as we move to the new equilibrium, as economists call it, as we move to our new balance. Uh, And that's gonna be painful. And we're sitting there right now being painful. Uh, And uh, I'm not so sure that the numbers aren't telling us all the same story. We're just not looking at them the right way. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.